Hi, it's Venice and welcome. Uh, it's been a little minute, not that long. <laughs> but I just want to welcome you to the Venice uh, and Friends podcast. And, you know, I really want to share with you something. Um, I'm doing this challenge right now on my Facebook page. It's the um, Get Unstuck, Be Unstoppable challenge. And I just want to share some things from my heart with you, okay? This type of challenge is like near and dear to my heart because like honestly, I spent a lot of my life stuck and, you know, I I kept trying to like positive think my way out of getting unstuck. I tried to, you know, I have a faith upbringing, try to use you know, just everything I knew about my faith and to get unstuck. And I would take action to get unstuck. And just some, for some reason, I just could not freaking get unstuck. And, you know, it was like that for a long time. And uh, this is, so now I don't live the same way of being stuck. Now, I'm not saying I don't get stuck sometimes or have challenges, right? Or feel like, ah, but I'm talking about like, I'm no longer stuck as like, this is it. Like a permanent, this is how my life goes and this is how it will continue to go. That way of being was normal for me for many years until I turned 30. And the biggest difference that like how I really got unstuck was by like creating a different like stand place to stand like creating another way to see my life and I I find this really interesting because you know I have a lot of people who have just faith and deep belief, you know, and, and all that. And I used to always think that all I have to do is just trust the creator of the universe is on my side. And I need to stand in a place of faith. And, you know, if I just keep standing and believing it's going to come together and, and that there is a place for that. Okay. And at the same time, when I have a point of view of how things are, and I live as if that point of view is the truth, the, all the faith in the world is not going to actually make a difference. And that's a really bold statement I'm saying. And I get that that may be like confronting and like you may disagree, but I really invite you to consider, like mull it over, consider what I'm saying. It's kind of revolutionary. What I'm saying is having all the faith in the world does not alone carry the day. How I think, and I want you to consider how you think, how you view yourself and the world and what you're capable of 
is so critical because we were born with choice and free will. And I may be standing on, you know, I can do all things and I am more than an overcomer and I was created by the creator and therefore I am limitless. I can stand on all that. Okay. And at some point, like what makes the difference is what I choose and will, like in my will to really believe, like to actually really ground myself in. And in my experience, at this point, I've worked with a lot of women, lots of women, okay? <laughs> and what I've discovered in my work with women is that many times we're trying to convince ourselves of something that we don't actually believe. So I can say, uh, I, am, I am limitless and I'm created by the creator and all things are possible. I can say all those things, but if I don't actually believe it, like it's not actually my reality, like how, where I ground myself, it's not gonna make a difference to say all those things. Because how I actually believe and perceive myself is what will continue to show up. And that was like the number one reason. And the thing is, let's talk about the creator of the universe who loves us, who designed us, who is so for us, and who can also not change our will. That's one thing. The creator of the universe who designed us, the designer of designers, who intricately knit us together in our mother's womb, cannot make us change our mind and cannot make us change our will. The greatest gift that we have been given is free will. It is such, a, if you really think about it, it's like we always get to choose, always. And what I'm saying in this conversation is that when we talk about getting stuck and being stuck, and I'm talking about being stuck for years, there's times where life happens and oh, it's like I feel stuck. I'm not talking about like situational stuckness. I'm talking about stuckness where it is like that is the way it's been for a long time. The place to really look Okay, because you may be like, well, I'm, I, okay, I get it, Fadis. I'm with you on that. I'm willing to look at ch like actually choosing something new, like will, like a, a matter of choice, right? The thing to explore is what has been the reality, the actual reality that I'm living my life in. That's what there is to distinguish. And I don't know what it is. It's like something for you to explore, for me, I can say that my reality, like for many years, there was like a theme of my life. It's like when I looked at, okay, well, how would I know what is the actual perception and view of how I'm actually viewing and living my life? When I looked at my life, there was a common theme and the theme points to what the actual view is. So for me, the theme of my life was I would try and I would never succeed and I would give it my best. I've never been like a lazy person. So I, I've got grit. I'll go for it. I'm like a thinker. I'll make it happen. I'm like, I'm going for it, right? And I would keep going for it, but I wouldn't get the result I really wanted. And like, 
it was years like that. And I would keep trying and keep trying, but it like, I could never get like what it is that I really was like trying to accomplish. Example, this is a simple example. Okay. You know, um, I, I, in school, I was never like a smart, like not have to read person and that I would do get straight A's. I know people like that. They're just so like, you know, they can, they don't have to study and they just get great grades in school. Right. I was never that girl. All right. And so I would study, I would apply myself, I would read, I would take notes, I would do flashcards, all of it. Well, I managed to make it through college. Okay. (laughs) Barely. All right. I wanted to go to graduate school. It's always been like something I like an accomplishment, personal accomplishment I wanted. And I studied for the entrance exam for college. I studied my butt off and I did not make the minimum score by like five points. It was so incredibly frustrating. But see, that was the theme of my life. When I saw the score, literally, I was like, oh, of course, I would miss the minimum by a very small points, like amount of points, because that was how it always went for me. That's just one example. I could give you many examples. Okay, so when I really started to take a look at what is the actual view, point of view, perception of that I've been living my life, it was something like everybody can have what they want and I can't. And I remember seeing like, because I was divorced at 21, I was divorced with three kids. Oh, just another thing I can't have. I cannot have a happy marriage. See, it was just like so pervasive everywhere. Okay, It was like the water I swam in. Like imagine I'm in a little fish tank. I'm the fish and the water. The water is everybody can have what they want and I can't. That was the water I swam in. So that's how my life occurred. That's how it always went for me. So I would see like these families, like I'd take my kids to jungle gyms or the park or something and I'd see these families, they'd be like, they look so happy and the mom and dad would be there playing with the kids and I would just be so ticked off. I would be angry. I'd be like, oh my God, like I'd be so jealous to see other, and I know it sounds crazy. I know, I got it. Uh, This was like, I'm just being so honest with you. This was like totally my reality. Okay. I'd see them and I'd be so jealous and angry. And then I feel sad and I feel sorry for myself. See, all of that was the world I lived in for years. I could not see happy people and be happy for them. I would just compare how they get to have what they want and I don't. So When it comes to getting unstuck, one of the things to really look at for ourselves, and I'm inviting you, if you are in a stuck situation, I'm inviting you to look for yourself. Do some thinking. What has been the common theme in that area that I'm stuck? What is it? How does it keep going for you? What are the feelings you feel? What are the thoughts that you have? And I invite you to write them down. If you can't even see it, like if it doesn't come to you, start writing down in that area of your life, the failures you've had. Yeah. Like what happened? How did it go? How was it for you? How did you feel? What are the things that you say to yourself? And I promise you, 
you will start to see there is a common theme. It will not be hard to see, my friend. It will not. Because you'll start to see there's a pattern. You say the same things over and over. You think the same things over and over. The feelings that you have are not just random feelings. They're feelings consistent with how you view yourself and the area that you're stuck in. So I invite you to really do the looking for yourself. Getting unstuck is possible. It really is. And it takes something. And one of the things that I believe really helps is to have a guide, someone who's been there. I'm not in your shoes. I really, I'm not. I never will be. And I would never like presume to be. However, I'm very familiar with the spaces of getting unstuck. There are some common space, I call them spaces or principles, I guess you could call them, right? In getting clarity around specifically, what are you stuck? What is it? What is the view you have? And then how to navigate getting unstuck, okay? So that is what I really invite you to take on today. Get an action, do journaling, give yourself some time to actually think it through. The other thing I'll say is that you have a say. You know, when I had like this period of my time, it was eight years when I turned 30. It was an eight year period of my time where I began to experience like dramatic change over eight years. Okay. And the biggest Like it was like a domino. Like, you know, when you see the dominoes, like one domino falls and all the other dominoes fall. The thing that set off the chain of dominoes of change in my life was that I actually had a moment of realization where I realized, oh my God, I actually have a say. I have a say in how my life goes. It was like a moment for me. I want you to consider my friend. You have a say. And it's hard to see that sometimes when we've been stuck for years. Because all we see and we're in the experience of being stuck, right? I want you to consider you have a say. So it's distinguishing, like uncovering what is the view I've been living my, my life in, in that area I'm stuck. And then it's like getting that you have a say And you can either have it keep going the way it's been going. For me, the way it kept going was everyone has, everyone gets to have what they want and I don't. So it's like I, I can have that keep running my life, that view, or I can choose something new. 
It's, it really is like, I can, it's, it's going to go either way. It's going to keep going the way it's going, or I can choose something new. But most of us are trying to choose something new on top of, we haven't even distinguished what's the thing that's running in the background. You know, I was telling a friend the other day, we were kind of having a conversation in this vein. And I was like, it's kind of like when you're on a computer and there's a program that's running, even if you minimize a screen, like let's say if you're running Microsoft Word on your computer, or for me, it's pages because I have an Apple computer, right? A Mac. Even if I go to the internet, that Microsoft Word program is still running until I close it. And I can be like surfing the internet, like I can be online, you know, doing shopping or researching or whatever, right? I can be on Facebook, but that Microsoft Word is still running until I close it. That's the same thing with we try to just create and we have this thing running in the background and it's the view that we're actually living our life inside of. And that's like literally what there is to do is actually close the background, what's running and open something new. So like it it was just such a profound experience. And for me, it was eight years. I just mentioned that like eight years of change. I had a lot of ingrained ways. I just thought and I saw the world and, and for me, I did a lot of it alone. I took courses and I really got tools to like see things differently But what I didn't have was a guide. I didn't have community. And it's one of the reasons why I'm very passionate about personal growth. And I love being a guide. A guide can't tell you what to do. That's not their role. You are the hero in your life. This is your life. You're like the main character in the story of your life. And I'm like the guide. I'm just kind of trekked down this path before. And I'm like, hey, this is probably what you're going to experience like a mile down the road. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm very familiar with this path, uh, the journey of getting unstuck. So it's like, you know, being able to shut, like create something new is absolutely critical as we close what's running in the background. So that's my challenge to you today. I started this challenge on Facebook, you know, the be unstuck uh, and uh, unstuck to be unstoppable challenge um, as a way to really have women who are in the same space get unstuck together. And I'm going to put the link to sign up in the comments. It's free. I'll put it in the details of this episode. And I'm inviting you to join me. Let's do this together. It is possible for you to get unstuck. It is possible for you to create another way. That is you being relentless, unstoppable, being an overcomer. You know, for me... What I've created in terms of the new, you know, view that I live my life in is that life is a journey of growth. That has literally become 
the the framework of my life and what I've been really focused on for um you know gosh almost it's 19 years now is discovering who I am and having the fullest expression of who I am be so I used to think oh well I'm just a mom or I'm just like a business owner or I'm just you know a wife I'm not just that I'm like a brilliant masterful person who is able to create experiences for people where they experience being loved and known and safe and they get to like discover new things about them I'm highly creative um I'm out of the box in my thinking and my approach like I never could see any of that about me what I just said because I was just like well I'm this And I just got really interested in like, maybe I don't really know all of who I am. Maybe who I think I am is just part of who I think I am, but maybe there's more. And I'm really on this like, kind of like journey of being willing to discover another part of who I am that I haven't even seen before. I am clear that I get to have what I want. Like the whole, I can't have what I want. It really is not me. I've been like dismantling that for years and it's no longer who I am. I mean, sometimes I'll get like, oh, I can't have it, but it's, it's not dominant anymore. The way the brain works is whatever thoughts we don't traffic, the thoughts that we no longer put our attention on. The brain is designed to, in neuroscience, they call it prune. So like delete those neural pathways. So it is really possible. Like if your whole thing has been like me, I can't have what I want. It is possible for the brain to press the delete button and that's not you anymore. Well, how do you do that? You do that, you accomplish that. By creating something new and putting your energy, your focus, and your action behind it. It's actually an incredible experience. The, the thing, the area, one area of my life that I successfully accomplished that is in unworthiness. I used to feel like I was unworthy for many, many years. That is no longer me. I have no grid for that. I have no context for it. It's like just not me at all. I don't even like go back to that, like struggle with it. I don't struggle with that at all. Now, why? Because I created like I'm a daughter of the creator of the universe and I'm loved and I'm cherished. So inside of standing there and honoring who I am as the creation that I am from the creator There's nothing unworthy about me. So it's like completely altered how I see myself. I honor who I am. I have respect for who I am. I never did for a long time, like years and years, years. I I used to think like, you know, if I died, the world would be better off without me. That literally was how I saw myself. I used to have suicidal thoughts like in my 20s, like, you know, it'd just be better if I wasn't around. Yeah. That is so not me. (laughs) It's like, but it's a demonstration 
of the principle that I'm speaking, which is that even the thoughts we've struggled with for many, many years, it ain't necessarily so that we're married to them. And it is possible to actually create something new and have that become our new reality. So I encourage you to take this conversation and pull it towards you and really look for yourself at what is the thing that's been running in the background and like distinguish it, write it down. It's so helpful to be specific with it and really choose It's like a moment of choice where it's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I I no longer am willing to, to be in agreement with this lie. And then the third part that I'm inviting you really in pulling this conversation towards you is, what are you going to create? What are you creating? Write it down. What does it look like? That's where I want to leave you today. And I just know with everything inside of me that it's possible. You know, I've been kind of toying with this thought, like the challenge with being like someone who has influence is like sometimes people think they have to be like the person who has influence. I've really been kind of mulling that over for myself. And for me, I don't want people to be like me. (laughs) Like, oh, I overcame. So I'm going to show you how to overcome and be like me. That's like not really exciting. Okay. Here's what excites me is being someone who can like show people how to head down a particular path to transform their lives. And then being someone who is a total champion for every single person to discover and design a life that they absolutely love a life where it's it's like just it's awesome to wake up in the morning a life that you're fueled by meaning and purpose a life where even when life is really hard there's peace and joy in it because it's for something And the beauty of it is that you, my friend, get to discover it for yourself. I don't know what that is. I don't. I do know it's possible. I'm absolutely certain it's possible. Why? How do I know? Even for you, you'd be like, well, you don't know my life. I don't know your life. But I know my life. And I know the pit of despair that I came out of. And... I was a really tough cookie. You know, I had trauma. I had all kinds of trauma. Yeah. Emotional trauma, sexual trauma. I mean, just lots of things going on in my life, okay? Um, Lots of failure. And if I could come out of that, anyone can. And I've had the privilege of helping other women, like guiding them in their unique process of overcoming. So I'm just like at this point, like thoroughly clear, like, oh yeah, anybody can do this, not just me. So until next time, I really look forward to our next conversation. Bye.